Welcome to the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. My name is Rita Perez. Hello. I've been a travel advisor for over 10 years and am navigating this winding road of entrepreneurship with you. I created this podcast because I wanted to share all the things I've learned from leaders both in and out of our industry that I really wish I would have known way back then. But alas, the important thing is I'm aware of them now and I want you to be too. Ready for this week's show? Let's jump in. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So nice to have you on again today. Uh, I have another special guest with me and her name is Evie Burke. She is the founder and productivity strategist at One Insight Closer, and she helps women business owners who work for themselves and by themselves discover the insights that take their productivity to a new level without feeling overwhelmed. She is known for her analytical mind and calm presence. Before she left corporate, she worked as an implementation specialist supporting 100 plus million dollar companies. Her responsibilities included debugging code, troubleshooting problems, finding solutions, and creating clear timelines. Combine all of this with Evie's coach training and 10-year experience as an entrepreneur, and you have someone uniquely qualified to help you create a clear vision, stay focused, and on track, and have less stress in the process. Welcome, Evie. Thank you, Rita. Happy yes. to be here. Yes, I am so excited to have you on here because I know last time we spoke, I was like, ah, like this is one of my own hangups and to try <laughs> and sort through it, especially with just there's so much stuff that's going on in general, but especially mm-hmm. in um, our industry, the travel industry for the people that are listening. So how did you end up exactly in this productivity space? So Initially, when I left my implementation specialist job, I knew I wanted to be a coach. And um, the avenue I had chosen wasn't really aligned well for me. But I remember being at a networking job or a networking group and staying after to chat with some people. And one of the ladies there had um, a business and she was saying how she needed another client so that she could you know, pay her bills for the month and be in a good spot but she didn't have the time to work with another client. And I remember thinking, well, this this seems like a project management issue. This Mm -hmm. seems like, you know, she needs to have a better handle of what's going on in her business so that she knows kind of where things are so she can see this coming, you know, like a a couple of weeks or a month away versus like, ah, I'm busy. I don't have time to get another client or work with another client. And, but I need to, if I want to be able to pay my bills. And um, I was at an event that the the person on stage said, you know, to have a successful business, you need to have the intersection of um, access to people you can help, figure out what you can help them with, and then will they pay you for it? I was like, oh, remembering her, (laughs) I was like, I could totally do that. Like I have this coaching background. I have this project management background. I can put those together and I could, I could help her do that. And unfortunately I was never given the opportunity to help her, but I have, I have been able to help others. So that's been super fun. Oh, that is so, so good. Um, Cause that project management has some, been something on my personal toolkit to kind of get in there. 
Um, but it's a little bit daunting to kind of like think about, okay, trying to set up, I know the system and I know what I need to be doing, but kind of like aligning everything together. Well, and you can, you can think of it like project management is a really daunting word for just knowing what are the things that I need to be working on and Mm -hmm. kind of having them mapped out with, with some, some deadlines or some dates attached to them. So you have like those milestones. It's, if, if you're not from that world, it can be like, oh, and like now I'm, I'm really getting into like heavy duty planning. And it's really just, it's really just goal setting and planning and, and figuring out how much time you have to actually move things forward. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, that is another thing that I'm finding is that, I mean, even if we don't think we're doing it, we are managing projects just yes, like subconsciously. <laughs> yeah. There was, what was it? I don't remember what book it was, but there's, there's some like productivity type book where they define a project as anything that requires more than one step to complete. Okay. So That's you a think really it, great definition. Yeah. So if you think of it that way, like you know, writing a blog post, that's a small project, right? Going to a networking event, a small project, because you generally have like follow up and things that you want to do, you know, after that. So So when I, I I just took a long distance trip, I was over in Europe for a couple of days. And um, I took my notebook, because that was one of my focuses is that I need to get or like, at least figure out what some of the systems are that I currently use, but I need to write them down in order to kind of like activate them and then put them in a system. Cause mm-hmm. for me, I'm seeing that, or I'm starting to see what the benefit is of using a project management system, but in order to use it, I need to get it out. So I kind of, I like did that. Like, so how do I write my weekly email and writing? Okay. I do a little bit of research, look on my list, pinpoint dates, write it, schedule it, the end. (laughs) Right, right. But But, it's really helpful when you have that mapped out because then you're like, oh, no wonder I can't get this done in 20 minutes or, you know, whatever, because you're like, because I have to do the research and that takes however long. And so it can can help really set your expectations about how long is this going to take when when you take the time to do that. Okay. And is that one of the benefits then of doing project management? Because I kind of just saw it as streamlining things. And, you know, I, I worked at corporate for a couple of years and now I'm on my own in my own business. And I'm I, the hangup I'm finding is that I, there was someone to be like, okay, remember this needs to get done. And that's, that's me now, but it's kind of like, I also am thinking big long-term, but then I also have these other projects it's kind of like, ah, well, it's, it's both of that, those things, right. It's both the streamlining and then the realizing, okay, this is about how long it's going to take to mm-hmm. do it. Um, because I, I, I call some things like black hole projects where mm-hmm. we, we have like a project and we're like, oh, this is going to take forever. And then like everything just seems to, to implode into this project. And then that's not done. And all this other stuff isn't done. But mm-hmm. sometimes if you just take the time to say, okay, what are the steps that need to happen with this so that this, this, I can be marked, I can mark it as complete. Then you can see, okay, this is about how much time it's going to take. So if this needs to happen in the next couple of weeks, then you have that information. So then you can make better decisions about what else you're doing or not doing that week. And you can say, okay, so I'm not going to, um, 
I don't know, maybe go to that networking event because while that's something really important that I need to do, this is a higher priority for me right now. So I'm going to take that if it's in person, you know, three to four hours, right? That I'm going to take right. that time and finish this and then just make sure that I attend that event next month. Because, you know, one of the great things about networking is if you've been showing up regularly, not mm-hmm. showing up, like missing one, one week or one month isn't going to, to cause a huge problem. Um, people will still know you and, and uh, you'll still be part of that group. Mm-hmm. But when you know what those priorities are, then you can, you can adjust the rest of your, your schedule and your tasks to allow for that. Mm-hmm. And if that networking group is really important and you're like, I need to be there, maybe you're doing a presentation that month, you right. know, and you need to be there, then you can say, okay, so maybe this project, I need to give myself three weeks to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way you're not getting one thing kind of done at the expense of some other things. You're, you're planning out, okay, what needs to get done? How much time do I have? And you can adjust. Right. And I think that's where a lot of people get hung up on is that prioritization. Cause yeah. I know like for me, my biggest focus this year is client attraction. Mm-hmm. And so when I think of things that I'm going to commit myself to, is that going to help me attract more clients is kind of like how I pick and choose. Right. Um, but how, what other ways or are there any like tips that you may have to help people kind of figure out what their priorities should be and how they, like, they really want to do X, but, um, X may not get them to where they're, they're looking right. to go. So I think what you said, where you, you said your intention right now is client attraction, right? Mm-hmm. So when you know what your your top priorities are when you know what your overall intention is for your business for Mm -hmm. this quarter, this month, what this, whatever the season is, then you can use that to decide, okay, this thing that I really want to do, does it align with what my intention is for my business right now? And if it doesn't, then because you know what your intention is, you can say, okay, that's something that maybe I'm going to put on the later list. Mm-hmm. So maybe when I'm reevaluating what my main intention is for my business in, you know, next quarter, next month, whatever it is, mm-hmm. then I can, I can see that and decide then based on whatever my intention is for my business in that season, you know, whether I want to pick that up again or mm-hmm. not. So really having that intention can be super duper helpful because it gives you that, (laughs) that, okay, this is, this is how I'm making the decisions about what I'm focusing on. And then the other thing that can be very helpful is making sure you're keeping track of what are those things that you do every week that you need to have time for, Mm, right? So checking email, if you're active on social media, you know, what, what actually needs to be done, how much time do you actually need to be spending there and Mm -hmm. being intentional about what you're spending your time doing there. Um, Any networking you're doing, like whatever those things are, because a lot of times they don't get put on our calendar and we just kind of are like, oh, this will get done. And then we get to like Wednesday or Thursday and we're like, I have 200 emails. How did that happen? (laughs) Yeah. And then we spend like two, three hours trying to sort through and make sure we're not missing anything. And we're like, well, but now all this other stuff on my list that I was going to do today didn't get done. Where if you're giving yourself enough time, like, okay, I need 10, 20, 30 minutes every day to make sure that I'm getting through my email and sorting through it and making sure I'm not missing it, anything, mm-hmm. then you can stay on top of it and, you know, 
know what needs to happen. Um, the other thing that sometimes people forget about is what are those things that happen, you know, maybe once a month. So bookkeeping, maybe that happens weekly for you. Maybe you do it monthly. Um, uh, I send out birthday cards. So I, I give myself like, okay, I'm taking like an hour to the third week of the month to look at whose birthdays are coming up next month and write out those birthday cards. Right. And I, so I batch that yeah. and it's a lot of fun, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I assign myself like that third time of the week. And I do it the third week of the month because it's also a controlled failure point so that if something comes up or I end up just not with enough time that week to get that done, it's okay if I do it the next week, right? I can, I have given myself that, okay, I'll do that next week. Everybody will still get their birthday cards on time as long as I get them to the mailbox. But that's something that if the week is really busy, that can give, right? I do the same thing right. when I'm scheduling social media point posts. I try to do that the third week of the month because again, it's something that I can move a week if I have to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, um, two really great points from that is one to give yourself grace. Cause I think a lot of people yes. just like keep working, 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 working to, to make sure it gets off the list. Cause then that was the other thing that I was thinking about too, is the strategic travel entrepreneur is brought to you by mailbox power, harness the power to attract and nurture your clients through something many entrepreneurs have forgotten about, the mailbox. Create beautiful custom campaigns and automate annual mailings for birthdays and holidays. And with a pro account, get access to mailboxes not currently on your mailing list that are just waiting for the travel service you offer. Visit my Mailbox Power affiliate link in the show notes to get started today and support this podcast. How do you feel about the to-do list? Because I used to kind of like swear by to-do list and now I'm kind of like, I do, I have to do them to keep myself on track, but I don't think they're really helping me per se. <laughs> I love a to-do list that is created the right way. Okay. So, oh. um, so I have, I have three lists that I work with. Okay. So I have my everything list, which is for the month, um, the current month, what are the things that need to get done so that I'm reaching my intentions and my goals for the month and the quarter? So what mm -hmm. are those things that need to get done? And then every Friday or Sunday, it kind of depends on what's going on. I'll then use that list to create my weekly list. So mm -hmm. what needs to happen this week so that I am on track? Okay. And then I don't look at my everything list for the rest of the week then. Okay. Because I know that I have my system. It'll get taken care of if it's on the list. So I don't need to look at it anymore. Um, from the weekly list, then I can create, okay, what needs to happen today? Mm -hmm. And on my, on my weekly list, it's pre-filled with those things that happen every single week. And then in my um, monthly list, I have it mapped out. Uh, so week one of October or what's coming in September, week one of, of September, week two of September, week three of September, week four of September, 
what are the things that need to happen in those weeks when I've done my goal setting? Like I've mapped out what has to happen. So when I'm doing my weekly planning, Mm -hmm. I already have it pre-filled with these things happen every single week. And then I just have to cut and paste. These are the things that need to happen so that I'm on top of whatever, and then add in anything that came up from the week. Um, And then I create my daily list from that weekly list Mm -hmm. and look at, okay, based on what appointments I have, what free time I have, what are the things that I can get done? And I've already added in there. Okay. I need to make sure I have time to check my email and do some of this other stuff and give myself maybe a half hour or so that's not scheduled Mm -hmm. so that if I get an unexpected phone call, it doesn't derail my day. Right. Right. Um, one of the things that I work with my clients a lot on is setting up that list because a common thing I hear is, well, I create my to-do list every day, but I, I barely get any of it done. And then when I talk with them a little bit, the problem is that they're, they're answering the phone, which is great. Yes. Answer your phone, the business, right? You need to answer your phone when Mm -hmm. somebody's calling, but they're not taking into account the fact that the phone calls and the emails are taking two or three hours of their day and they're creating their to-do lists like they have that two or three hours to get stuff done. And then they're frustrated because, well, I didn't even get half of my to-do list done. Right. And it's like, okay, so instead maybe set up office hours so people know when they can call you. Mm-hmm. And then during that time, you're returning phone calls, checking your email, getting calls back from people. And then the rest of the day can be to get your stuff done, right? Or to go to meetings or whatever that is for you. But yeah, so it's about like setting up that structure in a way that works for you and not just creating a list of here's all the things that I feel like have to happen that week. And that's what I'm looking at today Mm because that's, that's going to be overwhelming and and frustrating. And instead, if you only have two hours that day to get something done, that's fine. You know, with appointments and stuff, that's how things go sometimes. So just give yourself in about like an hour and a half, what do you feel like you can get done and just write that down on your daily list. And that's all you have to do. Right. Right. No. And I, love how you, cause I'm like, Oh, this might be like my personal takeaway <laughs> is that you broke it down like monthly, like things that have to get done monthly, because I know I have to batch my social media content every mm-hmm. month. Um, and weekly right now I'm writing my week, my weekly, I'm writing the, the weekly email that gets sent out to my people, but I would like to put that on the monthly list. So I just batch it and I don't have to worry about it. Those are things that I think this helps a lot because again, it's breaking everything down. There are a lot of stuff that we do and sometimes subconsciously, because even checking emails is something that I have personally said, and I haven't followed it since I got back from vacation, (laughs) but it's been something that I've been like, okay, you check it as soon as you get started. And then you go ahead and you can check it again right before lunch or right after lunch. And then you check it right before, like you leave the office, quote, quote, unquote. So another, another like tip, uh, and I use this when I come back from like time away is sometimes like not all emails in your inbox are, are, are equal, right? So some are higher priority and some aren't. So I will add to my to-do list, reply to Sue's email Mm -hmm. because I know I need to reply to it, but I have other things that are higher priority. 
And if I don't write it down, then it's going to get lost. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll have that. Or sometimes I'll also do decisions like, okay, decide if I'm going to X, Y, V, Z networking event next week, or decide about, you know, whatever it is, because sometimes there's so much going on in your head when you're getting back from vacation or being away from your office that it's, it's like, okay, I, I don't have all the information I need to make this decision right now. And you don't want to forget about it. So if you write it down, then your brain can kind of be like, okay, I know I'll get to that. I won't, and you won't think about it again and it's captured. So when you're ready to come back to it, it's there waiting for you. And then, you know, the decisions don't get lost. The emails or the phone calls that you need to, to return don't get forgotten about because you've, you've captured them in your right. to-do list. Yeah, no, that, that I think is a really good, great methodology for, for anybody to start yeah. sticking on to. Cause that's, I was going to ask, like, what's something that people can immediately do right now to kind of make things a little bit easier. Cause I know for a lot of people, especially in our, in this travel industry, everybody's like a paper person and not saying that I'm not a paper person, but I think putting things online will help to like streamline it and you can see it. And it's not like all these post-it notes, even though I love my post-it notes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you can do a hybrid. So I, I, on the computer, I have my everything in my weekly list. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, this is yesterday's, but I have my daily list, you know, on my, my notebook. Um, because I know for me, if my daily list is on an app or on my computer, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to pick up my phone and I'm going, Oh, well, what's happening in my email or what's happening on Facebook. I'm going to go to my computer and do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Or if it's on a piece of paper, like in front of me, Uh and I know that it's always in this notebook, then I won't get as sidetracked. So I, knowing how you tend to sidetrack yourself, like where, where those distractions can pop up can help you make decisions around how do I want to keep track of the things I need to be doing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That is really great. Well, I know you were having a webinar coming up. So can you tell us a little bit more about that webinar? Yes. So I have a webinar. Um, it's the three keys to getting the right things done each day. Mm -hmm. Um, it actually just happened and I, I forgot about the timing. I will be doing it again. So if anybody wants to uh, be in the know when that happens again, head over to oneinsightcloser.com slash the letter or the number three and the word keys, no space. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. And I'll make sure to include that in the show notes so that they're there. Are you active on any social media that people can, can I am, I am active on Facebook mostly. So if you look for one insight closer or Evie Burke, um, you can, you can find me there and, uh, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm not as active there, but you can find me there. Occasionally I do pop up over there. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much, Evie, for coming on the show and sharing some productivity tips. Thank you for having me, Rita. I really appreciate it. It was fun. Yes. Thanks for joining me on the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur. Please subscribe and leave a show rating on your favorite podcast platform. Oh, and don't forget to take a look at the show notes for important information and links. See you next week.